0: Hello everyone. If you are returning, great. If you are new, welcome. My name is Mimi Blue and you're listening to Human Dialectic. For this episode, we are going to be looking at another clip where art is imitating life, but we usually don't recognize this until time passes or it's too late. You can say that cartoons or animations are geared for children, which to some extent they are, But adults can benefit from this form of entertainment as well. As I reminisce on my favorite childhood movies and shows, I recall how I was too young to understand the adult messages or life lessons sprinkled within. What I've noticed is that when you do take the time to reflect or even rewatch these motion pictures or animations, especially in time and with a different mindset, it is very hard to ignore the blatant messages, in other words, programming which we are all subjected to from a very young age. Having an intelligent conversation nowadays seems impossible. With so many people plugged to their phones, conditioned to only have a character limit conversation, you could barely engage with people for more than a couple minutes. So the easiest way to get through this cognitive dissonance is to reference entertainment or pop culture, which is what I'm doing right now. Somehow, using imagery that delights the senses could result in tapping into an area of the brain, which could lead to guiding people down a path to slowly question our reality. Or it could just have the opposite effect, which would result in the suspension of reality, which then ultimately hinders people's abilities to process the information better, as opposed to telling them what is going on with hard facts. In this episode, I'm going to break down the movie, A Bug's Life, but more specifically, a clip which I think is absolutely profound and summarizes so many elements of today uh, in, in our society. And I know I keep mentioning that a lot in a lot of my episodes, but when you look back, it's pretty much telling us the future. And we have to recognize that the truth is being told to us in very subtle ways through entertainment, Hollywood, media and pop culture. The problem is a lot of us fail to recognize it. This movie was very popular in the late 90s, but I missed all the content even though I was young and I absolutely wanted to bring this back to light because I think this movie is, it, it seems childish, but it has the, the lessons that we need to learn. I remember this movie because not only was it a top grossing movie in the 90s, it introduced a new era of digital animation through Pixar Studios, which is now owned by, you guessed it, Walt Disney. The movie was directed by John Lasseter and was one of the Disney's successful filmmakers, was one of Disney's successful filmmakers. But if you already know the sinister ties regarding Walt Disney, you already know that in order for you to get that level of, of, of success, you must comply with cer- certain sinister acts. And I'm not going to go into detail about that now, but you can look it up. So to set the stage before playing the clip, let me describe the plot. A colony of ants led by the elderly queen and her daughter, Princess Ada lives in the middle of a seasonal seasonally dry Creek bed on a small hill known as Ant Island. Every summer they are forced to give food to a gang of domineering grasshoppers led by Hopper, who is also the voiceover or actually is played by Kevin Spacey. So Hopper is the antagonist. One day, individualist and inventor filk who's the protagonist accidentally knocks the offering into the water with his latest invention a grain harvester hopper demands twice as much food as compensation as a result of this action when filk earnestly suggests the ants enlist the help of bigger bugs to fight the grasshoppers ada remember she's the princess sees it as a way to get rid of filk and sends him off now this is key because if you just take just replace these characters with people. And you can see how the colony is in a bad situation. They have to cater to this gang. They recognize it. But when Filk tries to provide a solution to help set them free, to give them the liberty, they choose not to. Ultimately, these ants are slaves and they have to follow the orders of the gang. Now, Hopper... Has, so I just skipped over a lot of details. So I just wanted to get straight to the end. Hopper has Filk beaten in retaliation, saying that the ants are humble and low life forms who live to serve the grasshoppers. Keep that in mind. Filk asserts that Hopper actually fears the colony because he has always known what they are capable of. This inspires the ants and the circus bugs to fight back against the grasshoppers, driving all but Hopper away. And then also ultimately Hopper dies. I hope that all resonates because that is no different than how people act. So in this clip that I'm going to to play, we have Hopper and he is reminding his gang that if you allow one person to stand up, They will all stand up. Take a listen. There was that ant that stood up to me. Yeah, but we can forget about him. Yeah, it was just one (laughs) ant. One ant. Yeah, you're right. It's just one ant. Yeah, boys, they're puny. Hmm, puny. Say, let's pretend this grain is a puny little ant. Did that hurt? (laughs) Nope. Well, how about this one? Are you kidding? (laughs) (laughs) Well, how about this? You let one ant stand up to us, then they all might stand up. Those puny little ants outnumber us a 100 to 1. And if they ever figure that out, there goes our way of life. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. That's why we're going back. Does anybody else want to stay? So what did you think? Is it just a cartoon or is there a hidden subtle message you can take it however you want, but when you know the backstory to a lot of these corporations, these institutions, these the political parties, every aspect of our our society and our culture, when you know who they are, who they work for, what their agenda is, it becomes less discreet and more blatant. and quite frankly, very offensive to my intelligence when you watch these shows and movies and they have these types of messages and propaganda, sure, it would be nice to never have to think while watching entertainment, but our entire life, we are constantly bombarded with this propaganda and these symbols, which we lack knowledge. The only way to become less ignorant is to become enlightened. And the elites already know that. Now I interpret the clip in two different ways. So the first way, my first interpretation was that they are reminding us, the masses, that we, um, we simply comply with whatever they tell us to do. So there is a power structure and they're saying that they have the power, but we are giving it to them. And that is by choice. That is in our free will. They do try to remind us that that is how the world is. And there is Well, nothing we can do about it, which I don't believe that is true. Now, my other take is that I do believe that they are telling us what we can do. And I know this take is going to seem very different and not everyone will agree with me, but I have a different angle on this. I do think that the forces, the elites, are telling us that we do have choices and we could beat them when we are united. This is no secret. I mean, that's why they follow the the plan, united we stand, divided we fall, right? They know we can defeat them, but we are not doing much to do so because we would rather fight with each other. We would rather be entertained by things that don't really benefit us. We would rather be lethargic. We'd rather just roll over, but we can't do that. So I can't speak for you, but you need to walk away with your own decision. Do you want to continue being divided, which ultimately means we all fall, or do you want to unite regardless of race, sex, gender, ethnicity, age, nationality, and we can beat the globalists? It's up to you. What I see happening in Germany, in France, in the UK, Canada, Australia, and though here in the US we are lagging behind, we are going to have, we're going to be forced to wake up. Let's know what outcome we want. I know what outcome I want, but I can't speak for you. It's really your decision. Thank you for listening. And I will talk to you in another episode.